Welcome to Our Justice Journey, a podcast designed to educate others on how to fight for social justice as youth and beyond. Today, we'll be interviewing social justice warrior, Dr. Lawrence Wynn. Dr. Lawrence Wynn is an assistant professor of teaching and education in the School of Education at the University of California, Davis, and the co-founder and executive director of the Transformative Justice and Education Center. His program of research examines critical consciousness and social capital in and out of school learning spaces and transformative justice pedagogy and practice within schools. A chained anthropographer, Dr. Wynn is interested in the relationship and dynamics between historically marginalized communities of color and schools, nonprofits, and government entities such as police, elect officials, and more. Dr. Wynn was a member of the Race to Equity team, which published the Race to Equity Report, a comprehensive study on racial disparities in education, criminal justice, workforce, and healthcare for Black and white families in Dane County, Wisconsin. He is the co-author of articles that have appeared in Theory into Practice, Race and Social Problems in Adolescent Research Review. He has a wide background in many different avenues, such as a Master's in Divinity, a Law Degree, a Bachelor's of Arts, along with a PhD in Human Ecology. On a day-to-day basis, he enjoys spending time with his two sons, reading and discussing current events. In today's podcast, Dr. Lawrence Wynn will discuss different avenues of making change and how that has affected his work. From his work to his everyday life, he's an admirable scholar activist, and we are pleased to have the opportunity to learn from him today. So thank you for joining us. Our first question is, do you believe that there is one pathway to do social justice work that is most influential? Well, first of all, thank you for inviting me to your space and to share my knowledge and also to learn from you. Uh, so I'm excited about this time I will spend with you today and uh, just uh, to build. Uh, so is there one path? Uh, no, I, I think there's many different paths that can influence an individual Um to me, when I think about a path to social justice, I think about somebody's heart. I think about if there is a person who is has a certain characteristic about them or characteristics. One person is loving, cares about other individuals, is compassionate, uh, is a fighter, uh, and wants to see this world a better place. Uh, and, you know, when I think about social justice, I think about uh, different uh, avenues uh, are different careers, such as being an educator, being a nurse, uh, being a minister, uh, being an attorney, you, you name it, just just being a good person uh, and, and, and making sure you put people first. Yes, definitely. Um, our next question is, what was a book that you read when you were young that greatly impacted you and why? <laughs> A book that I read that greatly impacted me. That's hard because I am an avid reader. I love to read books. I mean, it depends on the day. It depends on the year. Uh, I mean, I can go down the the list. I mean, since today is MLK Day, uh, where do we go from here? Uh, You know, one of his last writings, uh, just thinking about the state of America, uh, since, you know, I'm a theologian as well, I think about James Cone, uh, Black theology and Black power. Uh, I think about uh, uh, David Walker's uh, appeal. Uh, I think about writings from Angela Davis. I think about George Jackson. Uh, I, the list is just hard for me when I think about a book. Um, but if I had to pick one book, 
that has influenced me, uh, it probably would be, you know, David Walker's Appeal, uh, just because it's a book that I read that came out of the blue. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was, the book is basically about uh, this uh, free brother, this African-American who mm -hmm. wrote a letter uh, about the importance of freedom for black folks and uh, the way he went about strategizing and making sure everybody had this letter and, and what it meant to be free uh, was just amazing. Uh, and I thought I read every book, but when I read this book, uh, it, was, it, just, it just blew me out the, the water. Uh, and so David Walker's Appeal was a book that really, really influenced me. Also, Blood in My Eye by George Jackson. Uh, so when you think about social justice mm -hmm. and you think about the fight, I think about uh, Blood, in my, Blood in My Eye by George Jackson. Because uh, again, it's you talk about Angela Davis and the work she's been able to do over the years. You see her influence on George Jackson uh, when he was incarcerated. And then for this brother to be able to write a book about you know, what it means to be incarcerated, what it means to be a freedom fighter. Uh, and so those two books uh, influenced me. Yeah, it's very deep. I resonate with the one you were just talking about too, because um, I read one of my favorite books, you know, is the autobiography of Malcolm X. And when I read that, you know, it was like him um, talking about Elijah Muhammad and hearing all mm -hmm. this stuff, he was incarcerated and then him coming out, you know, making like this big change and all that stuff. So yeah, and Malcolm X was, I mean, if, if there's one book, it, it's Malcolm X, but I didn't want to pick Malcolm X because <laughs> that is the go-to book. The Malcolm X was the first book that I actually read that was really thick mm -hmm. uh, when I was in seventh grade. And I never forget, I went to the local library, I picked it up, and I just ran through that book. I couldn't put it down. And uh, there's a part where Malcolm X is talking about when Elijah Muhammad was excommunicated or Malcolm X was excommunicated mm -hmm. in Phoenix, Arizona. And that's where I'm from. So when I read that, like, oh, and then there's history of, of Nation Islam in Phoenix. So I was excited. But yeah, Malcolm X was just an unbelievable book. And uh, it's 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 that's the book. So, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, I thought that book was also so just amazing, especially for young people, just because it shows him, you know, coming from so young and then like his transformation and like, mm -hmm. you know, coming from jail and then going to the Nation of Islam and just going to Africa, you know, all these things into who mm -hmm. he came today, you know, and I feel like people can really resonate with that because it's like you can come from anywhere and mm -hmm. be like a social justice freedom fighter and make a big change. You know, you know what, and, and this is the problem you asked me to, what is my favorite book? Mm -hmm. And it depends, I said er earlier, it depends on uh, the day, the week, the year, the month. Uh, I, I, I received my uh, BA in English. So I, I love, I love reading. And I, you know, I mentioned theology. So the James Combs and I, social justice. And, you know, I mentioned, you know, Malcolm X and George Jackson. But also think about uh, what makes me uh, caring about other folks. Toni Morrison, any book written by Toni Morrison, you know, you talk about what it means to be human and the bluest eye. And uh, I just think about uh, Tar Baby, you know, so I guess my favorite book may be something else, but my favorite writer of all time is Toni Morrison. That's what it means to be human. You talk about the gut, the soul of an individual. So that's that's a hard question yeah it is it is <laughs>
Yeah, I remember I read, um, I read like her book. Um, I'm blanking on the name right now, but it was something, it was like Others or like Othering or that. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this, I know I always use that in papers now, like this construct of Othering and all this stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's really big. Yeah. She's, she was talking about social justice and you didn't even know she was talking about social justice just because she was talking about anti-blackness. She was talking about, you know, what it means to uh, dehumanize an individual. Uh, so Toni Morrison was, is, was always ahead of her time. Yeah. So our next question is, if you can think back to when you were in high school, what advice would you give to your younger self? Back to high school, what advice? You know, I was so focused and, and determined to, uh, to get into college just because of my background. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, grades were important and I always value human relationships. Uh, but in order for me to do what I did, I had to sacrifice uh, participating in other areas, mm-hmm. other activities. One of the things I look back and for my two sons uh, that I encourage them to do is just to explore get outside your comfort zone yeah Uh, for example i wish i would have participated in acting or some play not become like a thespian but at least you know play one role in one of the 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 plays within my high school uh i wish i would have participated in you know uh a different sport besides uh basketball uh like pick learn how to golf or play volleyball with you know a different group uh, and you know, it was just so much pressure to 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 excel in the, the what I wanted to become. But I think looking back, uh, just being open to different opportunities and and just expanding uh, outside of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So you know, if it's theater, if it's the arts, if it's you know, saying going into spoken word, you know, uh, not being a rapper, but just trying to spit some poetry, that would have been cool for me. So yeah, just getting out of my comfort zone. Yeah, I definitely resonate with that. You know, my mom always tries to tell me, you know, when she, if she could look back, she would she would kind of say the same thing, you know. So I always try to keep that in mind, and at least in the back of my head. For example, just learn a, a, a second language. I chose Latin in high school because Latin was going to help me with my SAT. That's mm-hmm. what I was told, right? So I excelled in Latin, honors, AP in Latin. But why didn't I take like Spanish? We thank you for listening to part one of Our Justice Journey with Dr. Lawrence Wynn. To further listen to this discussion, feel free to visit part two.